feel like you could be experiencing a quarter life crisis or quarter life confusion as I like to call it, then Love My Quarter Life might just be the podcast you've been waiting for. The weekly episodes offer you digestible, actionable and relatable guidance to help you navigate the oh-so-common challenges that our quarter lives throw at us. So if you're in your 20s or 30s and feeling stuck, confused, lost and unfulfilled, then welcome to the club. You're not alone, you're in the right place and I think you're gonna like it here. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Love My Quarter Life, the podcast here to help you overcome the overwhelm of quarter life confusion. I'm Beth Schofield, your host and quarter life mentor and it is wonderful to have you here. I hope you are doing great. Today we're diving into a topic that resonates with so many of us and it's finding what is missing from our quarter lives. I think this is probably one of the most common challenges that people in their 20s and 30s experience. And this is what forms the foundation of what society calls a quarter life crisis. I don't like the term quarter life crisis. I prefer to call it quarter life confusion. And if you think about the common symptoms of quarter life confusion, it's lacking clarity, it's feeling stuck, it's feeling lost, feeling confused, obviously. It's feeling like life just isn't what you thought it would be. And it involves a lot of questioning, like, who am I? What do I want? Have I made the right choices? Is this the right path for me? Is this the career for me? Am I falling behind? Do I want to be in this relationship? Etc. 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 And looking at these symptoms, I think an underlining common denominator among them is the sense that something is missing. And if we just find the thing that's missing, then we'll be okay, we'll be fulfilled, we'll have direction and we'll be happy. And while I don't actually think that finding what's missing is the cure to all of those challenges and symptoms, I do think that it plays a vital role in helping us to find and regain the clarity, the fulfillment, the direction and the happiness which quarter life confusion likes to take away. So in today's episode, we are going to explore three things. How do you know when something is missing? Why is it important to find the things that are missing? And I'm going to give you a five-step framework to find what is missing from your quarter life. So lots to cover today. Let's dive in. All right, so let's start off by asking the question, how do you know if there's something missing from your life? I mean, in its simplest form, I think the answer to the question is you just know. You know, there's a real sense of a piece of the puzzle missing or an area of your life lacking something and things just feel a bit off and a bit unsettled. There might be a sense of emptiness or dissatisfaction. And by the way, these feelings show up despite you generally having a great life, you know, despite having things that you need, despite being happy most of the time. For me, I honestly spent the majority of my 20s feeling like there was something missing. And the overarching sense that I had was a lack of fulfillment and a lack of something that I was really passionate about. Generally speaking, I had a good life, a good job, supportive friends and family, I traveled, I was having great experiences and I was happy, but there was just never a deep sense of fulfillment or completeness. It's hard to explain. So I'm gonna share some common symptoms of what you might feel or experience when something is missing from your life. So you might feel a sense of emptiness or dissatisfaction, despite having everything that you thought you wanted. 
you might find yourself longing for something undefined or feeling like there's a gap in your life that needs to be filled. Even though you might be really successful or have achieved some goals which you had set yourself, you might still feel unfulfilled or like that something is just missing. You might have restlessness or irritability. You might feel like your life is inadequate and you regularly compare yourself to others. There might be a lack of things that you are really passionate about or you might lack a sense of purpose or meaning to your life. You might find yourself frequently daydreaming about a different lifestyle or career or relationship or just something different. And you might even experience physical symptoms like fatigue and headaches and changes in appetite. You also might have difficulty making decisions and you might find it really challenging to make decisions because you're unsure of what you really want or need. Now, if any of those symptoms resonate with you, it is quite likely that something is probably missing from your life. And something which all of those symptoms have in common is that they all make us feel rubbish. They're all quite unpleasant, they're uncomfortable, and they cause us a lot of stress. And unfortunately, if we don't make a conscious effort to go and find the things that are missing from our life, then those symptoms aren't going anywhere. But do not worry, because I am gonna share with you a five-step framework that is gonna help you to find the things that are missing from your life. I've put together these five steps based on tons of research and guidance in the personal development space and from my own experience as well. I've literally lived this process and the steps that I'm about to share are the steps that I followed to help me find what was missing from my life and they really worked for me and I'm quite confident that they are gonna work for you as well. So listen up. Step one is simply to decide that you want to find out what's missing. It may seem obvious, but making a conscious decision and commitment to yourself is the first crucial step on this journey. Without making this decision, you will simply let the days, months and years pass you by filled with a sense of something being missing. Making the decision keeps you accountable and focused. You could even try to give yourself a time frame or a goal. So I have decided that in 12 months time, I will have found something that was missing from my life. And this commitment is gonna guide you towards the actions and decisions that you need to make in order to help you find what's missing. And look, the sooner you make the decision, the sooner you will uncover what you need. It is gonna take some time, a couple of months at least, and that's if you're really proactive with it. So expect it to take a little while, but it's better late than never, especially with something as important as this. And just think, if you decide now to be committed and be productive, then in six months or 12 months or even 18 months time, life will feel so much better. If you don't decide to find what's missing, then it's very likely that those negative feelings that we just talked about will continue to stick around and we really don't want that. So once you've decided that you are gonna find what's missing, the next step is a lot of self-reflection. Self-reflection is absolutely key in this process because you need to get to know yourself on a deeper level and you need to understand your values, your strengths and what genuinely makes you happy. And I'm gonna give you a list of nine questions that you can either ask yourself, you know, you can journal on them or you can think about them while you are out walking or taking a bath. And these are really gonna help you to gain clarity into what could be missing from your life. So the first question is, what are your passions and interests? So what topics or causes or activities really ignite a spark within you? What could you talk about for hours without running out of things to say? 
What are you really, really interested in? What do you love learning about? So think about all of these things, okay? The second question is what are your strengths? So with this question, it's what can you do better than other people? What do people come to you for advice on or help with? What do you get praised at work for? What are you known for being really good at? Okay, so getting clear on what your strengths are is a really big step in this process. The next question is what makes me genuinely happy? So reflect on moments where you felt truly joyful and fulfilled and excited and think about what were you doing in those moments? Who were you with? What aspects of those experience really contributed to your happiness? What kind of things could you do for hours and hours without getting paid for? So all of those questions are going to help you to uncover things that make you genuinely happy. The next question is, what are my biggest dreams and aspirations? So think about the goals and dreams that you've had throughout your life. Are there any that you haven't pursued yet? Do you have dreams and goals that just live in your brain, but you've never took action on them? Okay, so think about what steps could you take to bring them closer to a reality? Next question is, what activities or hobbies do I enjoy most? So here, just think about general day-to-day or weekly activities that you just really enjoy doing. That could be going for walks. That could be your weekly Pilates class. It could be going out for food and drinks on the weekend. This is completely up to you. So what activities or hobbies do you absolutely love to do? The next question is what values are most important to you? So reflect on your core values and beliefs. Are you living in alignment with these? Are there areas of your life where your actions or choices conflict with what you actually think is important? Next question is what experiences do I want to have in my lifetime? So consider the experiences that you hope to have or the places that you want to visit in your life. Are there any experiences that you've been putting off or haven't prioritized? And what are the steps that you can take in order to make them happen? The next step is what do I need more of in my life? So here you're going to reflect on the areas where you feel a sense of lacking or emptiness. Is there something specific that you think that you're missing? And how can you work towards fulfilling that need or that desire? The next question is what fears or barriers hold me back from living my best life? So here you're going to identify fears, limiting beliefs or obstacles that may be preventing you from living authentically and from pursuing your dreams. And then think about how you could overcome these challenges and move forward with courage and confidence. So those are the questions. And after answering those, you should have a much clearer idea of the things you want more of in your life and the specific areas of your life which are lacking. For me, self-reflection was the most important step in allowing me to uncover what was missing. From asking myself questions like this, I identified that things that I wanted more of were feelings of excitement and pride and joy. I wanted to feel like I was pushing myself and getting out of my comfort zone. I wanted to start something from scratch, which was all my own, and I wanted to put something out into the world. I wanted to help people in some way. And I discovered that I'm probably at my happiest when I'm making other people feel better about themselves. I really love to big people up and to help them realize how amazing they are. And I identified that I needed more challenge in my life and that I'd been coasting very easily for too long and I wasn't 
growing or learning anything new anymore. And I certainly wasn't getting out of my comfort zone as much as I needed to. I also realized that I wanted to explore ways of making more money. I've never been afraid of hard work. I enjoy working and I want to live a comfortable life with freedom to do the things that I want to do. And the way that I was making money at the time was okay, but it wasn't enough for the the dreams and the goals that I had. So all of this clarity came to me through spending time self-reflecting. And this wasn't all in one go, by the way. You know, it was over a few weeks and lots of walks and just exploring options in my brain. But it was a really helpful and actually really enjoyable exercise. And it uncovered a lot about what could have been missing from my life. So once you have identified those things yourself through self-reflection, then we move to step three in which we actually start to find them. And there's a few things that we do in this stage to help find what's missing. The first one is to start paying attention to the things that bring you joy and light you up. This is so important. If you want to bring feelings of joy and excitement and pride and accomplishment and confidence more into your life, then you need to identify the things in your life which evoke those feelings. Is it when you facilitate meetings at work or deliver presentations? Is it when you babysit for your neighbor? Is it when you do your friend's makeup on a night out? Is it when you are hiking a mountain or taking photographs or baking or planning events or traveling, whatever it is, you will already be doing things which evoke the feelings that you want to be feeling more of on a regular basis. And when you are doing something which brings you that pang of that emotion or the experience that you want more of, make a note of it and keep a list of them. And if you do this for a few weeks, you'll end up with an incredibly helpful list of all of the things in your life that you absolutely love to do. And this is a really great foundation to help you find what is missing. The next thing you can do is try new things. So do different stuff, visit new places, take a class, start a hobby, have one new experience every month and use this as an experiment to find the things that you enjoy. Some of the things you will hate and other things you'll enjoy. But if you are currently in a place in life which feels like it's missing something, then continuing to live life in the exact same way as you currently are is not going to help you to find what's missing. Otherwise, you would have found it already. Okay. Another thing you can do is to get out of your comfort zone. This is a really great way to help you find what's missing. So for example, you might be terrified of doing presentations because last time you did one, it was a couple of years ago and you were really nervous and you were fumbling with your words and your slides were really boring and it just wasn't a nice experience. So if your boss asks you to do a presentation now, you'll probably want to say no. But if you say yes and you get out of your comfort zone and you push yourself, then who knows what might happen? You might end up really enjoying doing the presentation or you might find that you love doing the design work or putting the slides together. And so again, when we get out of our comfort zone, we're simply allowing more doors to open up and more experiences to be had, more possibilities, more opportunities. And they all might lead to us discovering something that is missing. So, so far, we have decided that we're going to find what's missing. We've then done loads of self-reflection to help identify the things that we love, the things that are important to us, the things that we're good at, and the things that we want more of. We've then started to actively search for what's missing. 
by paying attention to the things that evoke the emotions and experiences that we want more of through trying new things and through getting out of our comfort zone. Now, after doing all of those things, it is very likely that you will have gained clarity into what could be missing from your life, in a broad sense, at least. And so once you know what's missing or once you know what you want more of, then it's time to get creative about how you could bring that into your life on a more regular basis. Again, this is a bit of a self-reflection exercise, but it's really good fun. And you could include some brainstorming. You could speak to friends and family and colleagues and bounce ideas off them. You could do research and learn about all of the different ways that other people are doing similar things to what you want to do. So I mentioned earlier, through my self-reflection, I realized that I loved hosting webinars. They made me feel really energized and uplifted. I also realized that I loved helping people. I loved making people feel better about themselves. And I also found out that I was really ready for a challenge and I wanted to create and build something that was my own. And when I got creative about what I could create that would tick all of those boxes, the idea for this podcast was first brought to light. So this is the really fun bit. This is the exciting bit. It's the step which should make you feel inspired and motivated as you explore ideas and different ways to bring the things that you love into your life more. So some general examples that I can share are starting a side hustle or joining some kind of club, like a running club or a hiking club, becoming a freelancer, starting a passion project, starting a blog or a podcast, or an Instagram page or a YouTube channel on something that you are really passionate about. Doing some kind of training or starting a program or a course in something. Doing volunteering, writing a book. Okay, the list could go on and on. So here you're just gonna get creative and enjoy this process. Now at this stage or after this stage of, you know, getting creative about how you could bring this into your life, you should really begin to feel as though you found a piece of the missing puzzle. And the next step is to put the missing piece in place and get started on this new thing that you've brought into your life. And what's really important here is to not hesitate. It's to just get started. Don't stand on the sidelines waiting to know how to do everything or waiting to be really good at something. We have to be bad at things before we can become good at them. That is just a fact. So move forward, get started, and don't worry about failing. Don't worry about having everything figured out. Don't worry about what other people are going to think of you. Never value somebody else's opinion over your own. You are doing this because it's important to you. It's meaningful to you. And you know that it's going to fill a big unfulfilled hole which you've had in your life for a really long time. And that is all that matters. These are literally the five steps that I went through when I needed to find something that was missing from my life and it resulted in me starting this podcast and being able to support 20 and 30 somethings all over the world and it is the most exciting, the most challenging and the most motivating experience that I've ever had starting this podcast and having this podcast and the difference to my life and the difference in me as a person before and after I found what was missing is massive. It's completely life-changing and so I'm so passionate about this because I know how shit it feels when life just isn't what you thought it would be and you know that there's something lacking but you just don't know what it is. So I can't stress enough how much I encourage you to try these five steps and commit to finding what's missing 
And now is the perfect time to do it. Don't hesitate. Don't delay. And if you start with step one today and you decide that you are going to find what's missing, then in 12 months time, maybe it's even six months time, your life will be very, very different. Now, if you do embark on this journey, which I really hope you do, come and tell me about it. I will be your biggest cheerleader. I will be your accountability buddy, your friendly advisor. DM me on Instagram at lovemycoralife and let me join you on this adventure. I would love nothing more than to support you on this because I know how important it is and I know what difference it can make. Okay, that is it from me. I've covered everything I needed to. Now, before you go, if you are enjoying the Love My Quarter Life podcast and you'd like to support it, I would appreciate so much if you could take 30 seconds to leave a review wherever you are listening. Okay, I hope you have an amazing week, whatever you're up to, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye!